Hello and welcome to Quicklink Cycling Podcast. I'm here now with my co-host, Anna. Hi. And with our newest guest, right back from Australia, Fred Wright. Hello there. Nice to speak to you. Fred is 23 years old, has been riding for Bahrain Victorious in the last few seasons, and has won a silver medal at the Commonwealth Games this year. So my first question would be, looking um, back at it, you are now 23, won silver at Commonwealth Games, came this close to win in the World Tour, in uh, the Tour de France and in the Vuelta Espana. Did you dream of this when you were, when you were, when you were, when you were young? Um, I'd say so. I think I watched the tour. I was, I'd watched the tour from a, I think my dad was watching the tour when I was, you know, still maybe three or four years old. So it's always kind of been on in my, in my lifetime, like on the, on the TV when it comes around. And yeah, I think but as soon as I got into cycling, I think doing the Tour de France was, that was always going to be, that was always a goal. So I think to be a 23 and to have done it twice is, that's pretty, that's already a pretty cool achievement in itself. And yeah, I, I came pretty close a couple of times this year. And I think, I think that was, I think it, it kind of felt like a good progression from the last year. You know, I kind of, the first year I did it, I was like, okay, this is, you know, this is the tour. This is, you can see why it's the biggest bike race in the world with how hard it is and how the, the extra stress and everything like that. And I, But I could sort of see last year that, no, I, I can see myself winning the stage here. I can see kind of, I could see that that, that would be something that would be possible in my career. And yeah, to be that close already the, the year later is, yeah, it's really nice. Obviously, I kind of would have been nice to have won a, won a stage, maybe taken a bit of pressure off. But I, yeah, I think it's, I think it's a good progression from what, you know, what, It's, everything's going in the right directions, basically. Everything's good. <laughs> I mean, that was, I mean, that's two grand tours in a year, but though that's two second places, one in each, and you're a second on the points classification, only to Mads Pedersen, who was miles on the welter, wasn't he? So, and that's eight top tens. I mean, you, that's busy, and you've really got to be pleased with that, surely. I mean, that's pretty No, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm so pleased with that. I think I kind of was. You know, I knew from last year that after the tour, I had, you know, like some of the best legs I've ever had, you know, doing the, in the races I did after the tour last year. And so, you know, I kind of sat, it was actually right at the end of the tour, just before my time trial, where we were sort of talking about, yeah, let's, do you want to do the welter? Like, I think at the time I was a bit like, oh, I just don't know about it, but I'm actually, I'm really, really glad I did it because, you know, there was loads of good results and a lot of learning as well. And, I don't think, yeah, maybe I wasn't quite going as well as I wanted at Worlds. I don't know. I think I was still, I was still in a good place. I wasn't kind of, yeah, I, I don't know. It was maybe lacking a little bit of, a little bit of still being a bit fatigued from the world, I think, unfortunately. But no, it's been it's been such a good season. And yeah, to do two round tours is is a lot. But yeah, I thought I'd cope with it. I think doing tour and world is the best combo. I don't think I'd actually want to do any other double I think you could I guess the year and the Vuelta but it's it's kind of a bit that's a, quite a big gap it kind of I think Giro and Tour is too hard as well so I picked a good the best two to do I reckon 
I mean, I was sitting at home watching you in the welter and it was kind of a case of, oh, Fred's in the break again. Everything's right with the world. You seem to have a knack <laughs> following the right move and, you know, being in a good position to be in the break of the day. But, I mean, did sometimes you not just think, oh, I'll just have an easy day in the peloton? I mean, I don't want you to do that because it's more exciting you watch. But, you know, an easier day on the legs. <laughs> Never I think I did a good... I think I did a good job, actually, in the water of... Because it's in general, it's easier than the tour. Like the time, it's easier to make the time cut. It's there's less general stress in the bunch. I think it it was easier to take the sort of some of the days as easy as possible. You know, I I, I was for you know both in the tour as well. And it was kind of fortunate for me, not necessarily fortunate for the team that we sort of lost our GC GC ambitions. And I think that meant that there was less. You know, there's less, there's less work for me to be doing. For some of the other guys, you know, if I was, if there was a day I, I could take easy, I'd help someone else get in the breakaway and then spend the rest of the day kind of trying to get to the finish as easy as possible. And I think that that always, you know, enables you to go that a little bit harder when, you know, your day comes around and you can get in the breakaway. But yeah, it was, yeah, those days are, are still really hard. That's not, not taking away from it. But I think, you know, I'd, I'd like to be able to sort of do that in, in the grand tours I do in the future, you know, be able to target stages and be like, okay, this is a day either for the breakaway or to, you know, try and have a go. I think that's, that's a really, it's a great, it's a good way of doing it. Do you prefer grand tours um, or stage races in general? Or um, do you like classics as well? I have looked at your results again um, from the season and uh, I saw that I had really forgotten that you got a seventh in the Ronde. That's incredible. Yeah, I think I think the classics are where I really want to, you know, kind of. I think I, I think you can I think you can do both in a in a way. I think the way that I've my seasons panned out the past two years, I kind of I'm I'm really happy to do the same thing the same thing again. You know, like I think I just you know that kind of stage race sort of style, you know, lifestyle you have, you know, where you go in day to day, and I do really enjoy that and kind of enjoy that experience but at the same time you kind of have a similar thing to that in the classics you know with you know the races come pretty thick and fast in in april or whatever so it's kind of, it's not a stage race it's not the same it's but it's it's kind of similar in that you're all you know you're staying our team had got this like massive house sorted in in belgium for all of us to stay in and we sort of spent two weeks there so you're almost it's a you know it's still a long you're there for a pretty long period doing lots of racing so I think that's yeah still sort of still enjoy I, I enjoy both that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to say and and what's your favorite race maybe not even as a as a racer himself but maybe what you wanted to win as a kid oh, I think it was always I think it was always the tour when I was a kid but I think slowly I've realized that I think I, I think I like Flanders the most out of all Flanders or Roubaix but I think potentially Flanders I think because I think when I was I was 14 and we went we went and watched and did the sportif with my um, old cycling club and I think that's kind of where I was like oh this is a you know watching it on the Quermont and everything I think that's yeah probably one of my favourite races um, and we talked about how you've just been over in Welts in Australia um, and you're a slowly recovering from the jet lag. I mean, um, myself and Lena only watched it on television and we're not recovered. 
uh, a week later. So you're doing, <laughs> yeah. you're doing better. I've lost one night of sleep and that's it. It's ruined me for the entire week. So you're doing better than I. But I mean, is it very much different racing in Australia to, to Europe? Was the, the app, did it feel different? I mean, obviously you've got um, the danger of magpies. They seem to have it in for Mollimer. Did, did they get you at all? No, we um, only Ethan. I think Ethan, a couple of days training, he ended up getting attacked i think they only attack if you're on your own so i think he was doing like an effort or something on his own just ahead of the group and he, he got attacked but no we we saw lots of wildlife but no i didn't get attacked but we you saw the mag magpies you kind of saw them kind of like lurking about but i think if you're in a group of riders they wouldn't wouldn't come near you safety in numbers but yeah <laughs> yeah safety in numbers <laughs> so no funny so no funny helmet accessories like the colombians did no, I saw, I saw those. I, 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 that was, yeah, I think a little bit. I think Ethan said he was actually quite, he, he kind of enjoyed the experience. Like maybe he didn't get pecked too hard or whatever. I think he enjoyed being, kind of trying to get chased by a magpie, trying to like sprint away from it. <laughs> Extra motivation to go faster. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. So do you do you share a house with Ethan Hater? Have I made that up? Yeah, so I I moved in. He got a place just um just below Manchester in the start, just before the lockdown started. So I moved in in March 2020, and I'm yeah. I am moving out fairly fairly soon now, and we're both we're both moving on. But I think we we have had a good sort yeah. of two and a half, three almost three years living together. So I'm going to say, I used to share a house with a girl who um, used to have to get up for work and her alarm would go off at 4am every day. And without doubt, she would sleep through that alarm every day, but it would wake me up on the other side of the house. So I would storm through and wake her up with her alarm clock at 4am. Um, do you, have you That's... been perfect housemates or have you had a similar situation? Do you fall out over the washing up or, you know, come on, dish the birds, just, you know. <laughs> um... No, you know what? We had this. We had this question. We did like a both did like a joint BBC interview the other day, okay. uh, in um, out in Australia, and we had a similar sort of question. And I think there are a few little things, but generally, I think we've actually there's never been anything sort of glaring, like repetitively. You know, like it's always. I think Ethan. I think what did Ethan say about me? I think I. He like leaves a lot of stuff lying around everywhere sometimes. That's what I said about him. Like he'll just have like random things just on the staircase for months on end. But that's you can sort of deal with that. Like that's not. And I think I sometimes get my if I've just sort of washed my bike or something, I would get my oily fingers. Sometimes put them. There's like oil marks on the door sometimes that have been left. Just like small, not not too bad things, but yeah. That's what we both said in that interview, and I think, but I, that took a while. It took a while for it to come out of both of us. So I think actually, it's a good sign. I think we've been been good housemates. Yeah, I mean, if you have to really think about it that hard, then no, it's fine. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah I think the alarm clock been... thing really stood out. To me. Yeah, that's that's next level. I think that's kind of that's yeah. I I, I don't know how best long thing. were you living with this person like for. But we lived together for like she was my best friend. So yeah, it it, it caused... oh, okay. Yes, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> when we moved to got our own houses, it, it soothed things out quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. 
You met Thank each other at uh, British Senior Cycling Academy, did you not? No, no, we we actually um, we came from the we both come from the same cycling club. In oh. uh, so actually, I've been you know I've been really good mates with them for a very long time now. I think we I, I started with the the cycling club before he did when I was sort of almost maybe eight or nine years old, and he started when he was like fourteen, I think. But you know we. We'd sort of go to junior races together and under races as under 16s together. So, yeah, I've been been doing a lot, been racing with him and yeah, been hanging out with him for a bit, for a long time now. And uh, you said that you're moving out both. Um, are you remaining in Britain or are you joining um, the fellow um, Britons and Australians in Girona or somewhere else in Europe? Well, I. I um I should be stay I'm going to be staying I've got a, got a place nearby basically nearby where we were living and I think he I think he's in the process of moving moving abroad I believe I'm not 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 don't know we are quite where he's at with that at the moment but yeah and that's that's his plan yeah we've still we'll still have a couple more months together this yeah coming up so. You've stayed here for the weather, haven't you? I mean, it's, it's yeah. No, that's yeah. exactly why I stayed. That's exactly why I stayed. I think that's that. That's the reason he's uh, he's going. I think right. it's the weather. Um, you mentioned uh, uh, moving in during COVID, and your career really started. And on your career in the road really started getting on um, at the start of Corona. Uh, yeah, you were a stagiaire in 2019 in the second half, and then you um, got signed on by uh, Bahrain, and then COVID happens. How was that for you? Must 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 have been horrible. Yeah, it was really odd actually. I think because we started this, obviously the start of the season, I still had, you know, I still did a couple of races and training camps, so I had the full kind of build into the season, and it was all lots of sort of excitement, like kind of. Because it was when McLaren had signed with the team, so it was sort of like a new team and a new kind of yeah, it was everything was like wow, this is so you know this is so cool, this is going to be going to be so exciting, like such an exciting season. I think we and I, my first race was the Saudi tour with you know with like Cav and and we did we did really really well. So like to to start and being a team that you know really successful like immediately was was crazy, and then to go from that to then all of a sudden everything sort of everything stopping and like yeah it was it was a weird it was an odd period but I think for me I, I couldn't compared to you know the rest of the world I couldn't really complain because you know actually I'd just moved into this we'd all moved into this house together Ethan's house together and actually that that whole that experience was fun in itself so that kind of made the first couple months just like a bit of a, a laugh and then the rest was I mean, yeah, it was a long period of sort of just training for seemingly no reason. But I think in the end, I'm kind of happy that I did train because I feel like I feel like that sort of sets, you know, if you, I was motivated enough, you know, because it was my first season. I think actually that probably set me up for the next year without kind of realising it, you know, like it's kind of the cumulative effect of just these sort of years of riding your bike, I think actually... I think it was good that I, I mean, I was enjoying riding my bike, exploring the Peak District, but I think it was good to uh, to keep riding then. And yeah. are you a great fan of indoor 
cycling, indoor riding, swifting or something like this or more outdoors? I think we were lucky enough in the lockdown that we could um, we could go out and actually ride still. But I, I, I'll get it done on the turbo if I have to. I think I'm not, I'm good at just, you know, if it, the weather's crap or, yeah, kind of, I, I will get it done on the turbo, but I don't enjoy it so much. I often sort of have Zwift on and then also like a film or a series because that's, that's actually the way I motivate myself really with the turbo. It's like, okay, I'll do this turbo session, but I'll watch a film or I'll, but I'll watch an episode of, it's difficult with, I often, you know, watch films that aren't, don't require that much like concentration, you know, like just something that's sort of half in the background. You try and challenge yourself, like, oh, I've got to get so many kilometres done before they reveal who the murderer is, or I've got to get, yeah, got yeah, to get yeah, so yeah. many like, kilometres oh, done before the yeah, credits think, start. Yeah, like if you can get through, I mean, yeah, films are two hours long, so if you, I think if you can get to the end of a film, then you've done a decent, done a decent stint on the turbo, that's for sure. I always tell myself, okay, you have this one series, and I always put a longer one, and you are only allowed to watch it on a turbo. You're not allowed to watch it anywhere else. And uh, that's that's a good idea. idea. That's motivating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to watch like um, like Friends on the turbo, but actually oh. that's not with like 20 minute episodes. That's you should try and do like three episodes. It's, But yeah. it's really, really long. How many seasons does it have? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Incredible. But I think it's, that's that's something that something like that's actually quite good because it doesn't require that much sort of attention. You can sort of do your Zwift and have that on in the background as well. And you've probably seen it before, so yeah, you yeah, missed the joke exactly. the second time. You know it from the first time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, coming into the off season, what are your plans? Got anything? exciting um, just gonna relax I, gonna... I mean you've been busy are you just gonna go right I'm just I'm just gonna do nothing <laughs> I think it is a bit it, that is a bit weird that kind of part of it you know like you I've had such a full-on four months all you know since the start of the tour really it's been sort of non-stop so to have you know these first sort of few days since coming back from Australia have been it's a bit weird almost like kind of you don't have a structure like with the lack of structure is kind of You know, you're so used to having a daily plan of, you know, when you wake up, when you have breakfast. So to go from that to nothing is is odd. But I, I think I'm gonna, I'm enjoying it more. I think the first couple of days is a bit like, oh, okay, well, so what do I do? But now it's, I've accepted my doing nothing. I think it's it's good. And I'm I'm about to we're going. I'm going on holiday with my girlfriend on Saturday, so we're going to Greece. What well, tomorrow? Today is Friday. We're going tomorrow. To yeah, Greece. it is Friday. Um, yes. <laughs> That's going to be that's going to be great. As long oh, as you are at the airport at the right time. Yes, as long as you're at the airport at the right time. Yeah. Sort of showing my. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be warmer as well. So yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. It's it's difficult, you know, to find. You got trying to find some a place that's. So from off October is not the best time really to have an off season. It's not the best weather or stuff like that. So we sort of found the weather looks good in in Greece so it should be should be nice yeah I'm sure it will be I've I've only been to Greece once and that was a long time ago but it was lovely yeah so yeah yeah looking forward to doing nothing I think well yeah doing enjoy just yeah chilling that's the plan are you one of those that can properly relax though or you're going to go no I'm just going to relax and then on day three you'll be like right let's go do something I need to I need to get out there 
or can you proper? Uh, yeah, I think I think it's probably the the latter. I think I probably will be like, right, let's. Yeah, I think my girlfriend's pretty similar to me as well, though. Like, it's kind of we'll both be like, yeah, wanting to go out and do whatever. I think it's yeah. I'm not. I can only. I I almost think now, like even with the this off season, I think just. I can see myself after four weeks of of this and like sort of after the week after getting back from holiday, I can already know that I'm going to be like itching to get back on the bike again, which is good. But also, yeah. yeah. Let's put a really long TV series on so you can just watch something really epic. Yeah. Hours on your bike. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And has the media conundrum a bit quiet down after the Vuelta? Oh, will yeah. you? Yeah, I, I still, I still like see. Us? I still see. Um, yeah, I still get. I think Ethan had sent into our like a group chat. I got with my mates like a um, there's like some memes from Reddit that have been made about me. But I think I, I think that's great. I think that's like that's kind of I enjoy that side of things. You know, that's kind of. I, about meme i'm supposed to tell you this i've i've been told i have to tell you this that it's not uh mean-spirited and that's only kindly and uh humorous hu humorously mean um every meme about you i um i i chatted to to um to a group of friends uh today and told them i was interviewing you and they told me you have to tell them that it's not mean-spirited we only mean it very no kindly. no I, that's but that's what's great that's what's great about it is it everyone i see i'm just i kind of find i just find funny you know like the there was one the one yesterday was it was sort of i think it was from a few days ago anyway but it was like i, I hadn't seen it before it was just blaming me for the vanderpoel incident <laughs> and i think it's just like related to that basically i just think it's but i, I think that's great i think actually you know the, at the time i think it was quite overwhelming like being at the world and sort of the, the, the and, you know the night after it, it all that their press release had come out and everything like that. I think that all kind of, that was definitely overwhelming and a bit, and a bit rubbish, you know, even though, you know, I know it was like 95, like 99% of everyone's comments was all positive, but it's still, it's still kind of when everyone's, when it seems like quite a big thing, it's, it was still quite, still pretty overwhelming. And I think now it's, now I can look at, back at it. It's actually, it was a good thing to, it was a pretty cool thing to be, involved in you know like actually like that all these you know all these people talking about talking about the incident and making memes about it I think that's pretty you don't get yeah that's pretty cool I'm, I'm, I'm pretty you know I'm actually pretty happy with the outcome in the end it's actually <laughs> gone <laughs> which are is gonna, strange are you going to reevaluate <laughs> your success so you're like yeah eight top tens at the welter two second places in grand tours second on the points jersey but i became a meme so that yeah. straight in at no, number that's, one i, I think that's top number, like, meme, number one yeah i think <laughs> to, to you know just to, like a regular someone like friends of mine that aren't so into cycling or that i talk to about like that i'd go you know if i was talking to them about or oh, how did this go or whatever I'd probably start by telling them about that because it's, I think it's great, you know. <laughs> and, you know, I obviously, I still sort of, you know, I hope, yeah, with the whole thing with Primoz, I feel like it's it's almost, because of all the memes and all the stupid stuff that's been made, I feel like it's kind of just made it seem like a, you know, it's kind of 
disappeared almost because of it. It's kind of become, yeah, it's good. The humor overwhelmed the the negative for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you could say, it. yeah, it's kind of, yeah. I think because there were still some people saying sort of not very nice things. So I think to have that that humor there is is good, definitely. I'm sure those meme creators will be glad to know they helped. <laughs> yeah, they did very doing, much so. Yeah. Although I did get, I did, did get sent one about 15 times, and by the <laughs> by the sort of only 15 the last sort of time I yeah well no there was it just been sent I've just been sent it on like WhatsApp or whatever by various people like oh have you seen this one it's like yes I have seen that one <laughs> makes so one of the guy put. The guy putting a stick through his bike and falling over. We've all seen that. <laughs> yeah. And make a note to tag you in every single one of those I see now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 do it. <laughs> I think, I, I, to be honest, I kind of stopped looking at Twitter so much. I think it's actually, I think that was a good lesson, really, the whole thing, because it's a, quite a dangerous, dangerous place full of people that, it's quite easy for people to just say to rile up other people and kind of I think it's yeah I think it's important to remember about it's pretty it can be pretty nasty or and even yeah even on you know all that it's not just I think you can get just you can just get so wrapped up in it I think and I think it's important it was nice it was a kind of reminder like actually you don't I don't, yeah, just stop looking at it almost. It's a very healthy attitude to look away from social media. Yes, because I, yeah, I think I think yeah. people do forget there are actual people at the end of whatever it is you're writing yeah. or comments. People yeah, can yeah, see yeah. that. Yeah, and yeah. that's the unpleasant side of it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right, we are back uh, with our short break. With which hopefully none of our listeners will hear because Gray will cut it out. We will see, but uh, they, they won't notice. Australia, Australia, yeah, mm. Australia. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. You're just trying to and go. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it kind of was. It was. I tell you what, it was a bit of a shame that the weather. Like I was kind of. I mean, luckily our race was dry and sunny, but I think I was quite surprised to go to Australia. And I, I guess you know it's kind of like their springtime, so it's sort of fair enough. But I was sort of imagining sunny, just lots of sun, and being really hot, and sort of thinking, oh yeah, the world is good prep for the for Australia because it's I've just spent three weeks in sunny Spain, and actually we had some. I had one of the coldest, wettest, wettest rides of the year on one of the one of the training days we did. So yeah, I was a little bit disappointed maybe with the with the weather, but no, I, I think I was. We were a little bit out in the countryside, actually, outside of Wollongong, which was good for training. But it kind of was, you know, we were a little bit out in the out in the sticks, so not so much kind of. We did quite a lot of exploring on the bike and going to different cafes and stuff. But it wasn't. It's difficult when you're sort of traveling and racing. You kind of don't. You go to these places, but you don't see see those the places. You know, it's that's why I'm you know looking forward to going on holiday because. You enjoy enjoy a place a bit more, whereas actually, you know, you spend three weeks in France or three weeks in Spain, and you half the time you don't know, you don't, you don't know where you are. You just you just go from 
going from A to B. I think someone said to me the other day, like, oh, we saw you in, we saw you in Malaga in the Welter. And I was a bit like, uh, I couldn't tell you when I was in Malaga in the Welter. Just one of the, one of the many stages. But no, I think, no, I, I did, I still really, I still would, we still had a really good time. I think that what was great is, you know, being with the, being with the national team in Australia and like being with all the, because we're all kind of really good mates and we just sort of messed around for a week and then and then did a massive bike race. And I think it was the whole kind of week of, I guess you could sort of call it almost like team bonding. Like I think we were sort of playing games in the evening and stuff like that. And actually things like that really do sort of help you, you help with kind of working together. And I think we did, we did a really good job on Sunday. It was, of you know, in terms of teamwork, you know, without radios, I think, actually everyone sort of knew what we were doing and sort of bought into what we were doing. And I think that's a result of the week of kind of the week we'd spent together, just kind of having a laugh really. And I think that's, that's going to be good going forward because that's going to be good going forward because yeah, we, you know, I think at some point, you know, one of the British, one of us, one of the British guys is going to, going to win a world championship. I think it's, it's a matter of, matter of time. And, um, yeah, I think it's we got a really yeah we were sort of building from last year and building building that team. And I think that's what okay you know Ethan was ninth, which we were happy with. Maybe we kind of wanted a little bit more, I think. But I think you could we could take a lot away from that week of just being sort of it's all it feels like it's all sort of building to, to something. You know, we're getting better at working together and everything like that. So no, I, I it was a very good week, I'd say. I was going to ask you about the no racing with no radio. How much of a difference does that make it more enjoyable to race with no radios, or do you, you know, do you prefer it with the radio? How does, how does it feel for you? I think, I think you realise that you kind of rely on it, or you do. I think you realise you do actually use it quite a lot when you, you know, in some races you kind of like get annoyed with sometimes with the amount of information you get coming through the radio. It's like, oh, I wish there would be less coming through the radio sometimes. <laughs> But I think when you then don't have it, it's kind of, it's just sort of knowing like what, what, the, what the situation is, you know, what the gaps are, what there's, there's just that little delay when it's coming back to you from the motorbike. So I think that, I mean, on, on the laps, we, like the, we had um, sort of Swannies with information boards that were sort of, sort of, you know where they are on the lap and it would sort of tell you what the, what the situation is, which is, they're really good, but still not, it's not quite the same as, it's having a radio in the air, I'd say. Would you be yeah. thrilled if uh, World Championships and Olympic race were raced with radio? I think it's good. I think it's, I, I think it needs, I think it's, I, I don't think, I think it's good the way it is, I'd say. I think everyone kind of needs to, I think you do need to be able to race just on, on, on kind of reaction. I think it's, I think there is another, there's a, there's a safety element, but, always on in the roads of the olympics it's always you're you're on lap so there's never really kind of that that's that sort of issue that comes into it so no i'm pretty happy with i'd say it's i think it's a good thing but it is it is it is odd because you know there's a couple of times in the race we we were talking about afterwards where you're kind of like we were trying you know when you're trying to stay together and it's you know with the radios it's quite a simple thing of like oh connor or oh luke i'm just on the right side or oh i'm just I'm just two wheels behind you. But when you don't have the radio and you can't, it's 
that that bit of communication does become a bit more you know it really kind of pays off if you can be really you know good at sort of sticking with your teammates and sticking together because yeah there's a couple of times it's like oh no I'm, you know you want to just stay on the radio like oh, I'm just I'm just two wheels behind you don't worry I'm I'm still here because you know someone might be looking around like oh there's, there's you know there's no one no one on my wheel but no I think yeah I think it it it, it kind of means that the better teams do better I'd say like the teams that are kind of well sort of well well gelled and kind of know each other I think that means that they they could benefit from the lack of radios because yeah you probably also ex profit from um, such an experienced road captain like Luke Rowe maybe other teams don't have someone so experienced yeah I think that's that's also true I think you know racing with him like sort of properly for the first time you could really see why he is you know so valued and such a such a great bike rider he's so good at sort of getting everyone together in the right position at the right time and I you know it was really nice actually to be to be in a team with with someone that's, that's sort of that good at their job I think it was you know you could you could not only learn a lot from it but it was just yeah it was nice to have that that's for sure and he he sort of also brings everyone together not just in the bike race just in in general I think he was he was a really good person to have have there for the week And you mentioned, I mean, we kind of glossed over it. So you're playing games in the evening. So I'm, I'm intrigued, like, we were sitting down for a game of, like, Pluto, you know, sitting there, you know, a bit of monopoly no, we, in the evening. What what were games were you playing? We were playing, so there's that, it's not Monopoly, it's Monopoly Deal. It's, like, the shorter version with cards that's actually quite oh, fun. okay. Like, I'm not a big fan of regular Monopoly, but Monopoly Deal is a pretty good game. And we were also playing this game called, um, that Connor Swift told us all about, called Mafia. Right. Which was really good fun where it's it's kind of it's quite long to explain but it's it's not really like a it's not really like a card game it's more like you so you're it's, we sort of played with eight of us and a few of the other under 23 lads as well and um two people are like the mafia and they one person's the narrator and you, they the mafia have to you like all go to sleep and the mafia have to kill someone and then you all wake up and then you have to like decide who so there's a lot of like debating going on and like kind of talking as a result of that game and so like well that, that was actually yeah I think yeah there's probably loads of variations of it but you basically have to all decide who is the mafia and try and and try and kill them and then the mafia have to try and get everyone else it's actually okay. yeah who was the best mafia who was the best mafia yeah oh, I don't know. I think I don't not to blow my own trumpet, but I think I was I was actually you, pretty good at it. You were the best yeah, kind of I, I get good. it, yeah. I yeah. was I was pretty good at it. I'm not gonna... But so, no, I think I think doing things like that every evening, I think really that was that made the trip pretty that made the trip so really good. So who's the best FIFA and Fortnite player among you? Um you know what there wasn't actually so much of that. We didn't no one no, I don't think anyone played brought a Like normally there would be some kind of like FIFA or something like that tournament, but no. In the end, we we were playing we were playing this mafia game a lot more than the computer games, which would please some people, I guess. Old you were school. just taking people out <laughs> left, right, and center. You know, he's going to go yeah. sleep with the fishes now. Make people in yeah, 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 yeah. Views, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Did you also manage to um, watch the other races like uh, the women's race, U23 juniors? Yeah, I think we we sort of all sat around and watched watched all of them actually. And uh, yeah, I think I think the women's race was the one we were shouting the most at potentially. I think that was that was actually that was really good to watch because uh, Ben Ben Turner his his girlfriend Pfeiffer was racing, so we were kind of sort of cheering for her. And like wondering what group she was in because she was potentially could have won the uh, under 23 title, and then also to have that you know that attack from Adam Meek at the end was <laughs> that was that was a good race, and also the I think the the under 23s as well was good for to have an idea of what our race you know to to work it was good to see all the, all the races to see what would sort of pan out potentially in our race, yeah. So um. So what would be your, we can do lowest and highest point of your year then, how about that? So what would have been your, start off with your lowest point, and then what was your, in Dong, what was your highest point of your year? It could be anything, you know, lowest, being, a meme point. Is, being a meme is obviously up there as highest point, um, but you know, yeah, you should probably. best. <laughs> I'd say the, the lowest point was the crash that I had in the Saudi tour, and the finishing that stage was probably, that was definitely the, I was going to say when I didn't win that stage of the world, but actually that was, it was definitely this crash in the, the Saudi tour because it was, I was all battered and it was windy and I was just trying to get to the finish and I'd actually, bro I'd actually broken a bone in my hand and yeah, it was horrendous stage. <laughs> so that was definitely the worst moment of the year. And the no, best moment of the year. I bring that back up for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remind me. <laughs> Remember when you suffered? No, but those were, that, that was one of those days where it's, it will be like for the next, you know, for the next few, for the next few years at least, it'll be like, okay, it won't be as bad as that day that I had. <laughs> that's your benchmark. Yeah. Yeah, that's like the, so the benchmark bad day. Yeah. So when you're cycling in the rain and you're freezing cold and you can go, but at least it's not Saudi broken hand. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, yeah but it, literally the, the wind, I was all cut on my right side and it was like cross headwind the whole day or... Mm. Most and then and then mostly headwind, and the, yeah. so I was all cut on my right side, and the wind was coming from the right, and all the sand was sort of blowing, and basically just blowing into just into all my cuts on my right side. It was it was the worst. I think it was yeah, that it will never it will it won't be as bad as that. I'm, Nothing I'm will say. be as bad as that. No, <laughs> <laughs> I just oh and yeah, I'm, I'm wincing now just thinking about moment, it. The best moment, the best moment, I. There's been a lot of good moments, but I'd probably say after Flanders, I think that was that was a big, that was a pretty cool. Yeah, I'd say that was the biggest, biggest moment of the year for me, because I think I think everything, all the other results and everything, almost came as a result of that, like as a result of the sort of confidence and what I got out of that. So I'd say that Flanders was probably biggest highlight of the year, best best moment, best yeah. I was also kind of gutted at the end, but and it was a kind of mix. It was a, the general feeling of the the emotions were were good. So yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, your pl plans for next year? Um, I think same again. Same again, really. Again. Like I, I'd like to do the same calendar, similar calendar again, and but not Saudi. Just, <laughs> maybe not Saudi. <laughs> I mean, 
I don't think it's a bad, yeah. It's, a, it's just a shame about that one crash, but I, yeah, the same again, but I think just stepping up again from, you know, I feel like it's all been progressing. You know, each each year I've done, it's there's like a significant improvement and then this year was a, a significant improvement upon last year in terms of results and general sort of feeling. So, yeah, to, to, to then, you know, if it's, I still think, yeah, I still think I'm getting, I'm on getting better. So, yeah, next year will be the same calendar, but just hopefully some, yeah, more, more results and yeah, maybe, a, maybe even a win next year. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to have to admit this. It's like, it's been a pleasure watching you race this year and you did a lot of heavy lifting on my Velo games, um, to be honest. Oh, that, yeah. That's good. I, yeah. So I'm very grateful for that. Thank you for scoring me all those points. Yeah, hopefully you can do better next. <laughs> yeah, you did a lot. Exactly. You did a lot for my enjoyment of the Vuelta. It was always yeah. Once again, <laughs> Mats Pedersen and Fred White going for the sprint it was like clockwork. <laughs> I had Mats oh, yeah, and that's... you, so you know. Exactly. The rest, that, the rest of my team of didn't do so well. <laughs> you too. But, <laughs> that's good. That's always good. All for the fancy teams. <laughs> I've forgotten to to put the Velo Games team up since since the tour probably. Okay, I've I've, I've just given up. I feel like my my value for money is probably will be less next year. I feel like I was this year probably gonna a bit cost cheaper. Me more. Yeah, they're yeah, gonna cost I'll, me I'll more. I'll be more expensive next year. So yeah, they will be more potentially stuff. potentially might not be worth it anymore. Who knows? Don't believe that for a minute. <laughs> I'm never, I'm never choosing my video games team strategically. It's always like, hmm, yeah, I should choose probably this one, and then I'm like, mm, yeah, but this is the one that I'd like. But, but, but I, I want, I want to take this one. Then I've put my team together. Oh, oh no, oh shit, it's 110 points. Oh no, I have, I have to, I have to choose someone else, and then it all. Yeah, I'm heart over head every single time on it, which is probably why I don't do so well. But there you go. That's not yeah, the point, is it? Go. Winning isn't everything, there you... is it? Exactly. <laughs> well, well, not for us, Anna. <laughs> not for us. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not for me either. Who knows? I was going to say, I, would, I would look back at it and go, "You've done pretty well." So yeah, I'd count that as a win. But you know, I have yeah. one last, I have one last question. You got a silver in the Commonwealth Games ITT. Will we see yes. more? time trial action from you in the future um i mean, I, th I, th i think it's something that yeah i it's tricky nowadays because i think you really really have to send you know like the with the kind of amount of aerodynamic gains that you can be made and whatever i think it's you really have to focus on it but i think i i would like to you know keep keep focusing on it and keep riding I definitely started to ride my TT bike more this year. And I think that, that medal was probably a result of more work being put into it. And so I think I'd, I'd definitely like to, you know, maybe try and, you know, get a few more gains sort of position-wise. I think I think the UCI rules that are coming in actually benefit benefit me, which is nice. And so, yeah, I'd definitely like to to keep, but maybe maybe almost more like target. You know, the, the TT and Commonwealth Games sort of really suited me, actually, that, that course. And I think, you know, if I can sort of find, potentially find TT courses throughout the year that 
that suit me rather than you know going for for every every single one because I don't think on like a flat sort of specialist specialist time trial course I don't think maybe I'm going to be able to to perform as well but on a course like that that Commie Games one which was sort of up and down quite a few corners kind of not so much sustained time in in um sustained sustained time kind of just plugging away at one power I think yeah I definitely I do like I, I, I like it I do like a time trial day so and yeah like I was very happy with that Comedy Games silver medal actually to be that close to Rowan Dennis as well I think I think it I, I mean I would have been bronze had a bronze if G hadn't a crash but yeah but still <laughs> that's, that's that's part of you do have to stay on your bike when you're you're racing so is that what they teach you on day one of cycling school? Number one, stay on your bike. <laughs> yeah. Well, have you any? Have you got any more questions, Lila? I've covered lots. No, no. Oh, yeah, Do you yeah. have anything else you'd want to add, Paul? That we've not spoken about. No, I about? think that's that. That's been good. I I've enjoyed just chatting away. <laughs> well, then, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you very much. It's been fun. You've been listening to Quicklink Podcast, your daily microdose of pro cycling news and results. You can find us across social media at QuicklinkPod, or you can contact us by emailing show at quicklinksports.com. Share the show, and we'll be back with you tomorrow. Bye now.